and welcome back to BK's Bullets. As always, I'm your host, Brent Casina, and since we are an audio podcast, the audio version of BK's Bullets usually, always, typically, lately, has to do with video games, and it will always feature my best bud, a video game nut himself, the number one source I go to for video game expertise, news, and insight the one, the only, Jim Afanis, the second, technically. technically. You're not the one and the only. Technically, James Afanis, the second. The second, right, but whatever. We all know you as Jim, at Jassafat on Twitter. Yes, this is true. At Jassafat on Xbox Live, and who cares anywhere else? Who cares about it? Wait, what's your uh, your switch code? Oh, right, it's oh, insane. Right. It's like 85 alpha oh, characters. Fuck that. Fuck it's insane. That. So, Jimmy, it's been a long, long time. When was the last time we did this? It was, I think, last fall. Destiny 2 is the last time we talked games, so when after Destiny 2 came out. Oh, do you play Destiny 2? I do not play Destiny 2 anymore. Do you, you play Destiny D- 2? No, no, I don't. You, you bought the DLC? Though. I did buy the first DLC. Did you I, beat the DLC? I beat the first DLC, and then I put the game down. And that was it? That was it. Moved on with your life. There wasn't... It doesn't... It's not for you anymore. I don't... I think the... The race to the max light level mm-hmm. never appealed to me, and that's what appeals to the hardcore Destiny guys. Uh, yeah, I agree. They're, the weapons in the game in Destiny 2 um, just are not the same as Destiny 1. I don't know what the deal is. They're just not appealing. I'm with you. Yeah, I think, well, I had read somewhere that um, I think only 6% of the initial base still plays it. Right. It wouldn't surprise me. Which is 6% higher than the the Halo fan base. (laughs) And the raid. The raid. I I looked at the raid. Uh um, I peeked at what the puzzles were and stuff like that. And it does not look fun. No. It's very... It's... It's very particular, it very... and it's a lot of coordination and practice. It reminds me of the old World of Warcraft raid days where we would practice for weeks to beat a boss. And even then, when one person did one thing wrong, it was a complete wipe. And the, the way that the Destiny 2 community works to also, at this point in time, if I want to jump in the raid, like how I was trying to complete the raids of Destiny 1 yes. prior to Destiny 2 came out, you yes. jump in, you say you've never done a raid, and you get scoffed at. Or you're like, oh, really? Or, or they don't oh, even man, you or you're not invited. I agree. Um, it's just a, too much of an elitist mentality in that game. I never understand why. I don't know if it's a gamer thing. It's so crazy but to think it's, that game hasn't been out this long and it, just how far dead it is. Well, I think what has always struck me as bizarre is that the people playing the games the most don't understand or don't have sympathy for people, for casuals. You know, there's that t-shirt on Kind of Funny or whatever. I don't know if it's a game company or whatever. Filthy Casual. Filthy Casual. You know. Um, That's what us PC Master Racers call you, console kids. <laughs> but I, I am a Filthy Casual. I do, not, I do not play games every night. I like to play them often. I like to play them as right. much as possible. But I have a job and a wife and two kids now. So that, that gets in the way. All that stuff comes first. It takes a lot of time. And then also, too, I'm more into comics and I'm more into my TV shows and not necessarily movies. Like, I'd rather play a game than watch a movie at home. But 
still when it's 10 o'clock at night, 1030, and I know I need to go to bed starting at like 1130 or go downstairs and get ready for bed, get my stuff ready for the next day, that hour, right? that little time of an hour does not, doesn't feel as appealing to play a game when I know I really want like two hours, three hours, whatever. Yes. And especially with the raid mechanics for Destiny 2, just going back to that game, the raid takes three hours, three and a half, whatever the hell it is. I know once you know what you're doing, if you get a crew of six, you can probably race through it in 30 minutes, but, you know, that long, long period does not appeal to me. Yes, gaming is definitely, some of those games and that one in particular is definitely an investment, and it's one of those things where it's not like you play a level and you're done. You have to build up your character. There's a lot of prep work you have to do on your own. You have to grind an excessive amount to get the best possible weapons, the highest possible light level. Yeah, people don't want you if you're not the light right. level, if yes. you don't have this gun. And you, or... would think, you would think, oh, well, I'm light level, like, you know, I don't know what the latest cap is. But if you're not at the cap, even if you're one or two below, yeah, it's not enough. Yeah, People want the absolute greatest. You, back in Destiny 1, everyone had to have Galahorn. You don't have Galahorn, you're not raiding, period. Because you have to have Galah in the final boss. Right. And I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And for someone on the complete opposite end of the spectrum who has no kids and no responsibilities in terms of my wife goes to bed at 8, 8.30 every night and I don't go to sleep until 1 or 2 in the morning. So I have four or five hours each night of complete any freedom I want to do. I'm not even into that kind of stuff anymore because there's, it's, not much, it's not as rewarding as it was. And typically the hardcore people like me get burnt out on that. Even we get burnt out on that stuff quickly. There's other games to play. There's other stuff to play. As I've been chewing through games the last couple of weeks and all these other just brand new crazy experiences, it's like, if I have an hour to kill, I'm going to go try to beat Cluster Truck Level 2 <laughs> instead of um, hunting for, you know, little leaves to upgrade, like, the little, like, bricks or whatever there were in Destiny 1 to upgrade your weapon, the yeah. rare materials, and yeah. just driving around in my Sparrow for six, seven hours a day. Stupid. Those days are over with. I won't do that again. Um yeah, so the last time we podcasted, we were talking Destiny 2 or something else after that. Uh, maybe we were doing the fall season. We never did our best of 2017, and we're not going to do it because you went ahead and did it without me. I did have a child right around the time we were talking about doing it. Maybe we should just do best of at the beginning of December okay. instead of waiting for the winter break. I don't know. Yeah, I know like a lot of the game awards and stuff, their calendar is November to November. Yeah. So Because that's when a lot of the award shows and stuff happen. So based on now, what would be your if you, for now? So well, November twenty seventeen to present. If we had done uh-huh. a game of the year twenty seventeen, I would have told you that my game of the year was Injustice Two. Did you beat that? I beat it. I beat it. I have Even all the DLC. With... I bought the Gold Edition with all the DLC characters. That's like they the... all finally came out. I have not played ex- extensively with. Um, the Ninja Turtles and stuff. I think I, I fell off that game by the time the Ninja Turtles came out. But I did play with Hellboy. That he's a really cool character, even though his right hand of doom. I was gonna say switches depending on which way he's facing. I was gonna say with Hellboy, I remember seeing that art and just being that was glaring to me. The first thing you noticed because he's not a symmetrical character. Right. Um, this is true. But anyway, it is what it is. But I would have told you then that that was my game of the year. And I could have listed more reasons why, but I haven't played it 
Since December. How about now? Would you have to say Assassin's Creed for this? New Assassin's year? Creed. I don't know when it technically came out, but okay, so it came out in September. Done, but we always do whatever games we are playing. Right. It doesn't have to be. It's not what came out in the calendar year. Right. I was gonna say. So yes, currently, really currently, my game of the year of 2018. I played Assassin's Creed starting at Christmas time and went and played. How many did it say? 57 hours, something like that. A lot. 72. Um. A lot, a lot of hours. My game of the year is Assassin's Creed Origins right now, and it's going to take a lot, I think, to beat that, and I don't know if anything will That's I'm going to play this year. That's for sure. I have played 72 hours of Assassin's Creed Origins. Unheard of. I have zero. I have it. It's sitting over there on the shelf somewhere. You need to play it. It's, on, it's a great game. I'll get around to it. I mean, I don't know if I'll play it next. I'm, when I, I need to beat uh, Tomb Raider and then maybe Resident Evil. I'm, I'm saving room for... Uh, I want to be wowed by God of War. Are you going to play Resident Evil in VR? No. And as a matter of fact, I bought it in VR because it was... Doesn't it come with the reg... I bought it it's on... It's separate? X, I bought it on Xbox. I bought it on PlayStation. It, the PlayStation mm. version comes with regular and VR for free. Okay. You could pick either or. And as scared as I was playing um, <laughs> Rush of Blood... I can't do it anymore. Like, I haven't really touched VR in a while because it scares me. We didn't get to play it, but the um, I have a cooking game where you feed zombies hamburgers. Uh-huh. That shit scares me. It's cartoon funny. <laughs> like, the zombies are like, we want to eat hamburgers. Like, and that, I just don't like things in my face. I don't like, I have a, Shame I need you. a bubble. Shame They're in my you. bubble. So, I bought Resident Evil, the gold edition on PlayStation. And then I returned it because I knew I couldn't do it. So I have it on Xbox, and I'll probably still be scared witless because I normally game at night, and I know that game has a lot of jump scares, and you know it's a very grounded horror game. It's not like Supernatural, as far as I can tell. It's not like um, Supernatural Beasts and Demons. It's about a deranged family, like psychopath people. And that stuff freaks me out, man. Yeah, we know how long we lasted without last. I did be exactly, and that was that. I mean, that had a little bit of. But you didn't you beat the first game? I did. I I, I, I couldn't do that word. first twenty minutes. It's messed up. But so imagine that in VR with your, you know, I just I can't do it. Rachel's gonna come up behind you in the middle of the night and just scare the shit, shit out of you. I know. <laughs> so yeah, so maybe I'll play that one next. I don't know. I'm just trying to chew through my backlog. I've got so many games, but I'm trying to burn through them so that when E3 hype comes here in another month or two, I could just start lining up pre-orders and get back on track. This is the long. This is the biggest backlog of games I've ever wanted to play ever, and it only gets worse with games for gold or uh, uh, Game Pass. It's only getting worse. So I looked at the Xbox Game Pass with you today. Yes. You have it. You got it from for a year for Xbox Fan Fest. I did. And that is about to lapse, right? Or no, when did you activate it? October. October. Okay, so you have it until another October. Yeah. Um, based off what is there now, April 2018, I'm not a believer in Game Pass. Mostly because a lot of the games that are there, they've given away for free and are back compatibility or whatever. So I already have the games... That I would want to play, I already right. own. Because you've been an Xbox, or I have already played. Than I was, yeah. I let my game, I let my games with gold lapse long before you had it. Yeah. So there's so. a lot of stuff I bought on sale for super cheap or whatever right. Right, right, right. that is in Game Pass that um, I, I've already played or, or already own. Right. So for me right now, ten dollars a month is not not worth anything. Now, if at E3 they come out and say, 
hey, we're going to give... They've already said that first-party games, Xbox-exclusive games, are coming to Game Pass on day one. Yes. Like Sea of Thieves did. And cross-play with the PC. Cross-play with PC as well. Mm-hmm. Game Pass on day one. Mm-hmm. And that's going to help Sea of Thieves, and that's going to help State of Decay 2. Definitely help crack down because that game does not look. That game still looks like ass. I don't know. It just it never. I never really liked the first crackdown, so I don't understand the it appeal never of the played third well. one. I don't know what the nostalgia is. I think it's like the poor man's GTA. But if if you've played Infamous, which I don't think you have, that's a PlayStation game. It kind of reminds me of Infamous, but like a third of the budget. Crackdown one, I played <laughs> it just for it just feel at right. least ten hours, and I never really got into it. I don't know. I think it's it's like a third person shooter thing, but it, there's no there's no precision. It's all large guns, and you're the running idea and jumping. It was a procedural, and, destructive environment that was supposed to be powered by the cloud, which vanished. The cloud vanished. Oh, all the cloud gaming stuff the vanished. Procedural three years destruction ago. vanished. So, what do you need? You were starting to say, what do you need to see at E three now to make? Um, I think they would have to say or? like, okay, so we've been hiding from you the fact that. We've had six games in development oh. that are Xbox exclusives, and they are going to come out this year, starting today. Whoa, the old! T- I love the right now. I love the. I love oh the right now. I love the right now. But I think that would be cool because we're I think eating that would be out cool. of their hand. I almost bought that bullshit game. I know you don't know what it's. Uh, it's called Entwined. I don't think you've ever heard of it. They showed a trailer. This was PlayStation only. They showed this very artsy trailer of this game called Entwined. And it's these two birds. You control two birds, one with the left thumbstick, one with the right thumbstick. And it's like a big cylinder. Uh-huh. And you rotate the birds up and down in the cylinder, and they have to, like, match and, like, eat dots that are their same color. So you're, like, rotating basically these two sticks clockwise and counterclockwise. It looks so stupid. But they it was during E3, and they're, like, and they play this really artsy music. A guy comes out, and he's playing piano, and it's, like, this is a game about love. And I'm, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And they're, like, and it's available Right now, and I'm like, oh shit! So I'm like, I'm, I'm watching E3 with one eye, and now I'm like typing in on my phone, entwined, feverishly trying to buy nope. it. I click buy it now out of a hype, but it didn't go through because I was at the theater. Thank God. It so or a sprint was like, oh error. And I'm like, oh, I'll just do it when I get home. Then I get home, and we're driving home, and Rachel's like. Boy, that game looked really stupid. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Good thing. And it didn't go through. So my point is, when they do that right now stuff in oh, E3, yeah. Oh, yeah. especially if they wine and dine you at FanFest, you will freaking like, hey, here's a bag of Phil, Phil Spencer shit. And you're like, sold, give me. You can eat it right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's that, for for people like me, you know, who live video games, it's like the mecca of gaming. And anything they say is the coolest thing ever. No, what, what I think they need to do for Game Pass is get games that came out last year, put them on Game Pass. Last fall, even. Yeah. Put them on Game Pass. So... It needs to be a quicker refresh of yeah. when games launch and when they get on Game Pass. If that means Xbox needs to shell out the money, then to, for me, to for me, it to be worth it to me because I'm about a year behind for all the games that came out last fall. I'm just now playing... Uh, you know, other games I played Wolfenstein 2 New Colossus, Assassin's Creed Origins. That's right. the only two games I played from last fall. I want to play Call of Duty World War 2. Put that on Game Pass. I want to play Shadow of War. Put that on Game Pass. I want to play I think some other big game that came out that I can't remember. I'm not really sure what um, Microsoft's... I mean, I know why they're doing new services because they're pushing the envelope because they had to. We all agree that they are like way behind. 
But I, I would say before Game Pass, they were way behind on PlayStation. Right. But, but between the X coming out and between Game Pass coming out, I play my Xbox way more than I play my PS4. Great. And now my PS4 has gone back to the exclusive machine and everything is on the but, X as opposed to before my PlayStation 4 was my everything machine. If you're on the, if you're on the seeing the internet chatter, at least in the, the podcast Unlocked Facebook group, which I'm, I'm in, everything is exclusives, 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 especially with God of War coming out. Oh, yeah. And totally, Detroit totally. coming soon. Um, Sony all is the talk is, Sony's killing them. All the talk about is exclusives. Sony's killing them there. And it, Xbox... It's the X on everything else, though. It's every other yeah, third-party game. Need, Xbox needs to have some ace in the hole. Yeah. And they need to have done this in years past. Saying we're going to start this year on software development for exclusive games yeah, you're not is three years too late because they're not going to come out until 2020 it's, at the earliest. It's honestly... 15 years too late, 20 years too late, because back when the OG Xbox and the OG PS1 were coming out, Xbox did have Halo, which was a huge, huge, huge deal. But you look at some of those early titles that came out that were really groundbreaking that Xbox never capitalized on. And a lot of their franchises that started off... Mech Assault. A lot of their fran... Mech Assault was a great game. Um, that was That's probably one of the few that is surprising in the sense that they never continued it, which is odd. Crimson Skies, great idea. Never continued it. Love that game. You have ideas like that that's like, hey, keep iterating and making it better. But you go back and look at like the original Spyro. You go back and look at the original Crash Bandicoot. Understand that they weren't... At the time, we kind of viewed them as exclusives. Now we know that they're not, and they're opening them up to everybody. Yay. But when they launched, they were exclusives. But my point is, you look back at the first Crash, the first Spyro, those games were junk. They were not good. They did not control well. There's a lot of issues with them, but it was they kept refining it. They didn't give up. And I feel like Xbox, they release a game, and they go, oh, no, but it wasn't the greatest game of all time. Goodbye. And they throw all yeah, the IP in the garbage It's not a Gears game. or Halo level hit. They yes. kind of disown it. And it's it. like, you know what? That's the wrong approach. You have to be iterative and keep trying and making, keep pushing it. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of Infamous Second Son. That's the third one they made. They made Infamous 1 amazing, Infamous 2 amazing. Second Son wasn't that great. I don't think Infamous is done. They'll make another one. It's not like they go, oh, people don't like Second Son. We're done. We're never doing these again. And I feel like this Xbox culture has always been, if it's not the greatest thing ever, abandon ship. And they can't think that way. But what I, what I don't understand is what the purpose of Game Pass was to begin with, other than just to push it. Because there's a lot of games that have come out that said, hey, thanks to the funding behind you guys, we're able to now take this game and finish it. That robo game I was showing you earlier, uh, Robo... Robo Blocks. Um, it's, I just had it pulled up because I, I always say ro Robo Blocks and it's not. It's Roblox. Robo Craft Infinity. That game has been in open beta hell for, or closed beta hell for years on the PC side. And because of Game Pass, they were able to fund it and put some polish on it. Still not perfect, you tried, you got, you got kicked out of a match, you didn't get to play it. It's not perfect, but it's way better than it was. So, you, so in that sense, Game Pass is, hey, we're going to fund something that maybe didn't have a shot in hell before. Then the alternative, you look at Sea of Thieves and they go, oh, well, we knew Sea of Thieves wasn't going to be a hit. We'll give it to everybody for free and we'll make it a hit. That's what Game Pass is for. It's to take games that aren't so great and build up the hype for them. So it's unclear what they're using this for, but I totally agree with you that they need to definitely, with this money they're getting, because they're getting a lot of it, I'm hopeful that they're putting it towards 
Make another Mecha Soul game. Go back and make a Crimson Side. Accelerate development, you know. Get something going. And Microsoft has not been very good. They've definitely invested on the hardware, hoping that it's paying off. And I have to say it is because, again, for a guy like me, jumping back over to the Xbox side because they have a better experience in the PlayStation side, that's where I'm going to go. My loyalty is with who looks the best. Most of the time, it's native 4K, not checkerboarded 4K like the Pro. Huge difference. Huge difference. Loading times are faster. I still love the Elite Controller. It's the best controller I've ever had. I will play it. There's games I see that I'm like, boy, that would be really cool if I could play it on the Elite Controller. (laughs) And I will buy it based on that controller alone. So, like, the hardware side, they are totally nailing, which is so bizarre that if you look at Microsoft's roots, they're a software company. Yeah. So it's so the gaming industry is so convoluted. I don't understand it, but I'm I'm with you, and I hope that Game Pass is a way for them to quickly and rapidly develop new ideas because I could totally see the hate in your eyes over Spider-Man. We'll get there. We'll instead get there. of being hyped for the game, you're mad because oh, you're jealous. Stop. Go back to Game Pass. <laughs> don't talk about that fucking game. And how great stop. is his costume? Stop. Nope, nope, no, no, no. Uh, Rob, going back to Game Pass, I think (laughs) they launched EA Access two years ago. Uh, Was it two years ago? Yeah, two or three years ago. You got into it right away. I I got into it. I said, I'll try it. You know, I've never played any Battlefield game. Right. Tried. All amazing. Tried four, liked it. Tried Hardline, liked the story. Didn't get into the multiplayer because it's too big for me. It's too, I need it to be arena, more contained, I think. Yeah. Um, they're very intense games. But, uh, you know, I played the UFC games like those, UFC 1, UFC 2. Um, I, did I try? I didn't try Mass Effect or anything yet. I got Dead Space. But I think they saw the, the that people were doing that and spending money in, in that new idea. And, and Xbox was like, that's a great idea. I'm glad we're supporting it on our platform. It's cheap. We need to take that to the next level. And I think that they are doing that so that they don't miss the boat because somebody else is going to come around right. and do, hit that big idea of game streaming, game rental, a net, the Netflix of games. Right. And they're going to hit that going. Streaming money has catapulted over the last year in streaming music, Apple Music, oh, 30 million people subscribe to Apple Music. That's $10 a month at least. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Uh, Spotify alone has $75 million, 75 million users a month. You know, um, that's $10 a month at least if you get up, a family yeah. plan. It adds up. Netflix is pretty much everybody's got Netflix except for you. And you're off and on when you use it. Yeah. But that's for, okay. You don't watch full, movies that much. You don't need to just for every Fuller month. House. Fuller House. You need to go Daredevil season two. Daredevil season two. Um, <laughs> but you're right. It that, was smarter than Hulu. Be- so so somebody's gonna do that in the game space, and Xbox wants it to be them, and that is clear. Yes. And I'm glad they figured out a way. It's not Gaikai powered PS oh, Now latency. Like it's just. Here, pay us money. We'll give you access to the game. You download it on your hardware and run it that way. It's that's a great way to implement. And they a did game. a good job because they did. Ha- there's a you know when they initially launched, there's over a hundred games, which is like whoa, what a big number. Nice round one zero zero, not fifty, not thirty. Now didn't half, say a hundred great games. I was gonna say I'd say probably more than half of them are garbage, and you download once and you're like, what is this or why? Like Farming Simulator 2015. I've tried it three times. I don't understand it. I keep like deleting it, reinstalling it. 
Games like that, where it's like, I don't understand that. But for every one of those, you have like all the Halo Wars. You have all the new, you have the newest gears. You have the newest Halo. And then like all these other, like Cluster Truck we played today, which I looked, by the way, it's $11.99. Over 10 bucks, not going to do it. Nope, sorry. Uh, there's a lot of games like that where it's like, well, that's cool. So, you know, that's a weekend. I could beat that in a weekend. So if I could, if I could constantly find value as they keep rotating games out, and you know, old ones, new ones, it doesn't matter. The fact that it's a fresh list. Or if you want to keep adding to it, if they want to rotate them out, I don't care. But the fact that I think it's changing. Adding to it is a greater value than rotation. No, I agree. Of course. Of course. Adding to it is definitely a greater value than rotation. I don't know what Because the- if you can get to this E3, uh, Xbox Game Pass starting today has 300 games. Boom. That, that's a mic drop moment. I'm way 300 more- games. Now, the, I know what the PS Now probably has a bigger catalog in it. I don't know. I'm not sure. But. Sony doesn't talk about it. They, they made that purchase of Gaikai for a lot of money. That was a waste. And they, they do not, not it use it. Well. They do not talk about it. They don't promote it. No. You see Xbox giving away, yes. here's a month of Game Pass with every game. Here's a month of Game Pass with every game. I never bought a PlayStation game, but I don't know if they ever said, here's a month of unlimited PS Now nope. with your game. When it first came out, they were giving beta like one or two day trials, which wasn't enough to even really do anything with. So, yeah, they don't embrace it the way that Xbox does. I'd be curious to see if they do now after realizing Game Pass is coming out. And honestly, I kind of hope they do because then you're going to get that competition again. Just like when Xbox started their games with gold, they started giving away games after PlayStation had been doing it for so long. And now it's like a competition every month. Like, who gets the better thing? And they're always trying to one-up each other. I mean, on my sake, I get all of them. Like, it's so funny because they're like, oh, you get Metal Gear 5. Forgetting I already owned it. But like, oh, you get Metal Gear 5. It's like, great. And then two months later, it's like, we're getting Metal Gear 5. It's like, I know. I've already, this is like the fourth time I've gotten it now. <laughs> so in that sense, the guys like me who have multiple consoles would kind of get beat. But I love the competition aspect. And I would love nothing more than EA to like double down on their library, which would make Game Pass do the same thing. And even PlayStation to get in there. And I'm like, great. Let's, let's do it. Because these games, like... Uh, black like these not blast Plus, like nin- banjo kazooie and all that crap like no one's playing that yeah. crap anymore. nintendo has the opportunity as well yes with their gangbuster switch to to do something even more exactly just as that. impressive because their library Huge. is games will play oh they will play all those old games i would totally go back and play the originals again i wouldn't i might invest in a switch if they come out with a game library thing and it's like Play Super Mario Brothers. Play Super Mario World. Play Yoshi's Island. Play yes, here's all Mario 64. Here's all of them. Everything. Play the Zeldas. Play everything. everything. Ten bucks a month. I'll be like, okay, I'll go get a Switch and I'll get that and that's all I'll play. Had I not... Knowing what I know now and, and having all the consoles I have and everything, if I didn't have anything today but I had the knowledge I had, there's no way you could ever convince me PlayStation's a better value than Xbox right now. It's impossible. Just with Game Pass alone, just how how incredible that value is. There's nothing that PlayStation can do remotely close to it. What an incredible turnaround you've had it's over a the love past hate. year. No, you look- because you were total not anti Xbox, but you were a total Sony pony. Oh my god! And then the Elite controller comes out, and you're Changed like, my life. Oh, no, it, 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 no, oh. it did. It, it, you know, oh, Halo Five comes out, you're like, great, great, great. Elite controller comes out, you're like, oh, even better, even better, even better. Then they come out with the Xbox One X, and you you dive into that. I lost my shit. Get your 4K, and, and the TV. games look better. We and bought all that a stuff. TV for the Xbox One. X. Right, and That's you were like, you're you and your wife were like, no, we're not gonna do it. We're not gonna do it. Then when you saw the bundle at Best Buy, you couldn't help yourself. 
Then you go to FanFest. You get tickets for FanFest. I think that's the turning point for that you. That was the true. You was went it. to FanFest last year at E3, I and drank. somebody sucked your dick so hard with that Xbox of- green Kool-Aid that you right. just turned on the, being the Sony pony. I don't hate... Okay, but see, my loyalty is as long as... And then you got the game free year of Game Pass from FanFest. You used it up, and now you're using it. And now you're you're totally sucked in. So what a a change you've made. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Welcome back, my friend. I wasn't kidding when I said I haven't turned my PlayStation on in over a month. I got Monster Hunter. I was really into it. I got burned out on a side quest in um, Monster Hunter where you had to grind and kill this monster over and over to get this gem to make Aloy's armor from Horizon Zero Dawn. I never got it. I must have beat this monster 30 times I didn't get it. It's Andrath. He's a T-Rex that shoots fire. I turn the PlayStation off. Other than having people over and playing Gang Beasts or Stickbold, which is a really funny uh, four-player um, like battle combat dodgeball game, I have not turned that thing on. Occasionally, I'll dabble in VR if I'm like, oh, I want to play a little Skyrim again. Or I play the zombie hamburger game, Dead Hunger, which is fun. Sometimes the lights are on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I haven't touched it. Got Doom VFR. Have you tried that? The controls are so bad. Yeah. That game scares the shit out of me. It's not even... Doom VFR has nothing to do with Doom. Totally new character, totally new everything. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's not even Doom. It's not the Doom. Really? Because it explains why your arms and stuff float. Because you have like your gun floating out in front of you, they explain why. Yeah, you're like a scientist who... This isn't giving anything away. You're a scientist who gets killed at the beginning of the game. Oh. You're trying to escape... And they put your head in a robot body. So is it is it a shorter game than yeah, regular it's like, Doom? It's only like twelve, like eight levels. I think you beat the whole thing in like six hours. Wow! So it's a total. It's the same weapons, similar locations, but different. But totally different story. Totally different. It's like Doom guys off on this side of the planet. You're over here. Going See hits. what's weird is at E3 they just said Doom VFR and like showed a little video of it. And, and everybody thought that everybody that, thought yeah. it was Doom VR nope. basically, and I, they never explained that it's a different story, different game. Different. I would love it to be regular Doom because I love. I would play that campaign. I would. Lo- I would play that opening scene five thousand times in a row where the music starts blaring, <laughs> punches yeah, the control, it's like all staticky. Yeah. I'm Dr. Samuel Hayden. I did everything. Uh, I'm so glad I played that game before you because I could tell you, like, Doom's a great game. Assassin's Creed Origins, even better game. So So you're going to love it. You're going to love it. I think where... This is what I worry about for Microsoft going in the future. They have a home run with the Xbox One X. It is an amazing console. It's super fast. It's silent. Completely fucking silent. It makes no noise at all. Boots up instantly. Liquid cooled. It's beautiful. It looks pretty. It's I love it. I love everything except the UI, but that's not the Xbox One X's fault. I'm not going to blame them. It's changing every year. The so. hardware is perfect. They got Game Pass that's killing it. Games with gold hit and miss, just like PlayStation, so that's a wash to me. What I worry about is Xbox loves to invest in this goofy hardware that never takes off. They did it with Smart Glass that died. They did it with Connect that died, Connect Two that died. Smart Glass was not hardware; it was software. Well, t- yes, it, it, technically it was software, but you had to have another peripheral. They wanted you to have a tablet or a phone to connect yep. to it. Yep. Um, and now they've been dabbling with that. Um, I don't remember the name of it, but it's like pseudo VR. It's like augmented reality. They oh, showed Hololens. Dem- Hololens. Thank you. Where you like you're in the Minecraft world, but only in a small like. To me, Xbox, and it's it's frustrating because again, how weird video games are. A, a company that made its roots in operating systems and software is like 
trying to dabble with hardware. They, they went into the phones and failed there. They got the console perfect. It's like, stop. Any more R&D money you have, turn around and give it back, and instead go make games. We don't want any... PlayStation beats you in VFR. That's it. We don't need an Xbox VFR. As much as I would love a Halo virtual reality game, we don't need it. Leave it alone. Stop. So I'm always afraid to hear Microsoft announce some goofy like, hey, we got back together with Tony Hawk and we're going to bring back that shitty skateboard <laughs> peripheral. Or now we're going to make a bicycle peripheral. Like, I feel like they're always like one step away from like trying to get us to buy plastic drums again, like rock band style. And I'm just, I'm so, that's what I always think about in the back of my mind. As like, just long, make games. As long make as games. it's plastic and not cardboard. Yes. <laughs> just make games. Yeah, lab, the Nintendo. The Labo. Labo. So if, if Microsoft can do that this year, it's going to be so hard for me personally to lose any faith. I know that PlayStation is going to kill it with first party games again. They probably got. We're gonna get blown. I know we're gonna see like Last of Us and that kind of stuff. We see a lot more Spider Man again for like the fourth E three in a row. We need to talk about Spider Man. Listen, for the record, the suit looks so freaking cool, and I'll tell you why. Because Insomniac is it Insomniac? Yes. They've said it's Insomniac. They've said, listen. There's a story reason his spider is white. He he trips in a vat of white paint. paint. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's the story. That's it. (laughs) Scene one, Spider-Man trips. The end. I am so excited for that. And, you know, you don't get... Okay, you haven't played Infamous, which... To me, is arguably the original Infamous is one of the best third party, um, third person action adventure games I've ever played. Story's really good. Combat's at least. Brent is yawning in my face. You haven't played it, literally yawning in my face. You haven't played Infamous. You haven't played um, Uncharted. You haven't played Last of Us. When Mike, when Sony gets, not Microsoft, I, I wish, but when Sony gets their hands on an exclusive project it pushes the genre light years ahead say what you will about infamous say what or spider-man i'm sorry infamous uncharted and the last of us push storytelling graphics and gameplay to levels still that i haven't yet seen and a lot of people would agree with me tomb raider as fun as it is laura croft doesn't hold a candle to how nathan drake plays just how good it is like It's so tuned for that system. The graphics, the controls are perfect. And I'm like, man, so to me, the hype that you don't get to see, and I know obviously for other reasons, because you're, you know, really passionate about comic books and stuff. You're going to flick me off though? No. (laughs) Brett's going to flick me off. No. I got two fingers up. I'm just um, resting my head in my hands. As a fan of com- the, the comic book part of it, I understand that it's passionate. There's a, there's a reason that you have for it. From my perspective, from a gamer's perspective, I've seen what Sony does with these exclusive <laughs> games and how they propel it. So I'm, I'm like, I'm not I'm arguing. expecting. You hear what they're saying about God of War? It's revolutionized the, the franchise. I know that Spider Man's going to do it too, whether he's got a white costume or a black costume. So to me, that's where I say, man, like, you really are doing, to anybody, to all people listening, you really do yourself a disservice for not playing those Sony PlayStation games because it will change the way you look at everything. I'm not arguing against Sony having great first-party exclusives. I recognize that they have pushed the envelope. Oh, my God. There has still not been a third-party equivalent 
to The Last of Us, which I haven't played. Yeah, I they tried with the Tomb Raider franchise. It's a, I think it's a Tomb Raider's great. It's a it's great fun. franchise. I enjoy those games from Crystal Dynamics. Me too, they're great. I'm hoping they announce a third one in in this year. Yeah, they're going to actually release it next week. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. They're going to announce it. Okay, it's gonna, they've already got the launch date. It's already leaked. All right, but then it's official. So Fantastic. Yes, the continuation. Of can't the, wait. Can't wait to do those seven tombs again. <laughs> Maybe they'll change the mechanic this time instead of a pickaxe, it's a shovel. <laughs> And Shovel Knight appears. He's 2D. <laughs> hey, buddy, why don't you have a shadow? Hey, bro. Um, I'm fine. I'm fine with Sony having great exclusives. Uh, all I Just want not. is the Xbox to have similar exclusives. Just not right. a third-party character. Do you understand what I'm saying? So Marvel Comics belongs to Disney. Yes, but they're... Marvel's characters. They don't belong to the fans, technically, right? They belong to the Marvel Comics and the Disney super conglomerate. Yes. But the character, the fans feel like they have ownership over those characters. I understand. Yeah. It's- and to restrict, here's the, the bad part, to restrict a character, a fantastic looking game, an incredibly looking game, to restrict that to one system, granted the, the biggest seller system, the best seller system... You're still restricting that game and that character from a different segment of fans who only have one system. So, right. for a biz, it doesn't. It makes sense for Sony because Sony owns the movie rights to Spider-Man, the exclusive movie rights to Spider-Man. They struck a deal with Marvel Studios to loan him out into Avengers movies. But Spider-Man: Homecoming, what's the first thing you see? Sony, not Marvel Studios. Sony. Marvel comes in a little bit later, but that's neither here nor there. I gotcha. There's a rumor that Sony owns part of the Spider-Man character itself in its deal. Fox only owns the movie rights and TV rights to the mutants, to X-Men and Fantastic Four right now. Um, They did own Daredevil and Ghost Rider. All that stuff came back to Marvel. That's why you see them on the Marvel Netflix shows and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., all that stuff. That was then. This is now. But there's a rumor that Sony owns part of that character, which is why the movie studio is not letting go, which is why uh, Sony Game Studios was able to strike this exclusivity deal with Insomniac, a third-party studio that is independently owned, not owned by Microsoft or Sony, um, to to have them develop a game only for Sony PlayStation 4. Right. Which so that that's the rub in me. Like the character belongs, you know, the fans are everywhere, but you're gonna restrict this game to one segment of the gaming community. No PC, no Xbox, no Switch, it can't run on Switch. But right, so two other platforms that have major things. Now, is it gonna drive hardware sales? Maybe. Maybe that's what they're hoping for to right. see what at, right. it's point, an experiment to, to do. Right. But I, that's where it bugs me because you don't see uh, you don't see a Sony movie st- studio, a Marvel Studios movie saying, "Hey, we're only going to play at Regal Cinemas. We're not going to play at AMC. We're not going to play at Landstar. We're not going to play at Cinemark. We're not going to play at Epic Theaters or you know whatever. We're only going to play at Regal. They don't do don't do that. They release right. it in the widest possible breadth that they can." Right. To take in the most patrons as they can to sell the most tickets and make the most money. For a character, a company like Marvel, who's owned by Disney, whose sole purpose is to grease us for all the money we've got. I mean, we live in Orlando. We know that's true. Yes. 
Right. That's their sole purpose, to grease us for as much money as we got. Limited As business plans seem silly to me to not have this character's great game that you paid to develop not on the widest number of platforms possible. Now, if Sony paid a bunch of money up front to, to have the exclusivity rights, okay. Or Sony said, we're going to pay for all of the development to Insomniac in exchange for the exclusive rights, okay. I don't know how expensive this game is, but it looks fantastic. But that's my rub, is that it doesn't, to me, it doesn't make sense of, in terms of a business move other than Sony must then own a piece of this leverage of the Spider-Man character right. and is using that leverage to get this exclusive. You're definitely seeing that shift. Sony really started it with the PS4 and sh- locking up all these exclusive content deals with Arkham Knight and with um, even the Arkham VR game, although there's really no VR equivalent on Xbox, but um, Destiny, by far the biggest one, period, just the amount. And when Destiny came out, how much of a rub that was to... Uh, console players. The Jade Rabbit gun on Destiny 1 came to Xbox a week or two after (laughs) Destiny 2 launched on all systems. Yeah, so that's definitely the trend that they're taking, and it's interesting to see who's willing... To what lengths are... At what lengths is the brass at Sony and at Microsoft and maybe Nintendo at some point? They've done a lot of deals with Platinum Games, like Bayonetta, for example. They got the exclusive rights to three. Does anybody really want to play Bayonetta, though? Well, my point is, though, is to what lengths are people willing to go to say, if you want it, you have to come here? Here, Here's the weird part. that's what they're... I'm fine with Sony owning studios and developing games exclusively. That makes sense. That's the whole purpose of them. The weird part is, is that... Sony is playing this exclusivity game with DLC content for Destiny, for Arkham Knight, for, you know, and, and exclusivity for Spider-Man. Phil said, Phil Spencer, at head of Xbox, said three years ago, hey, we're, out. we're not playing that game. Right. So why Except is for- Sony still playing the game? They're the only ones on the ball field <laughs> hitting as many singles, doubles, triples, home runs as they want, but... Uh, why are they here? My main thing is why are they still playing that game when Xbox has already said, you know, fine, whatever. I know it's to drive hardware sales, and when you drive hardware, Sony and Xbox get a piece of that game purchase too. Correct. When you buy it on their hardware, so there's that. They sell drive hardware sales to drive game sales to you know. Yeah, it's a vicious no, cycle. Right. Um, but it's not you know nothing's fair in gaming. I guess. I mean, if if you had. You know, I'm not arguing for fairness. I'm arguing for fairness for a third-party character that's owned. So if there was like a button on Phil Spencer's desk that said, press this button to nuke Sony, before you could explain to him what it did, he'd be pressing <laughs> it. Okay? Like, I know. it. They want to be the only guy in town. They're not – They're not. no matter what they say at E3, the love of the game, all that crap. I mean, I genuinely believe Phil has an Xbox and a PlayStation, and I genuinely believe he's playing It's them market more. research at that point. I don't even think that. I think it just—he just seems to me like a person who's a fan of gaming. You got to know what the other team is doing, though. Shigeru Iwata, who we all love, Nintendo—he was very passionate about gaming from the beginning. Yes, he rose to being, uh, you know, leadership in Nintendo, but he frequently talked about Sony and Xbox all the time in the games he was playing and the inspiration he took from them. But my point is, you know, at the end of the day, they want—they're not making games because they want to enrich. You know, they're not making Halo 6 because the world needs another Master Chief story. They're making Halo 6 because they want to kill Sony. And Sony wants to kill Xbox. They don't want each other. They want all the money, 
EA wants to drive everybody out and buy everybody and kill them. I mean, they're literally doing that, not the killing part. But so I, to me, it's they're going to come out swinging. They're going to be dirty. They're going to be nasty. And honestly, I want them to be that way because that's where you get these great stories from. I got a curveball for you. I have a curveball for you after this. E3 <gasps> comes around. And I got a fan fest. Oh. E3 comes around. Yeah. EA starts on Saturday? Yes, they're doing their... They EA, got a conference on Saturday. EA Play conference Saturday, I believe, at 10 or 11 a.m. And that kicks off their EA Play initiative, which is Saturday and Sunday. EA Play conference happens on Saturday. Saturday morning. EA does their conference. Yep. Hey, here's all the games. Yep. It's coming to all platforms. That's us. Kumbaya. Yep. Xbox happens on Sunday. Yes. Xbox comes out and say, hey guys, big news. We just bought EA. Oh my god, that was so fucking amazing. And everything you saw is only got they reshow all the trailers with an X through the PlayStation logo. <laughs> maybe, maybe at that point it said EA had their conference yesterday. We're very proud of this new addition to our team. Everything they said yesterday still stands. You're still gonna get Battlefield 5 on, you know, all systems, blah blah blah. But going forward. Xbox exclusives. That would be awesome. I would love it. I, I say... Because there have been rumblings. The They're problem, looking... Xbox okay. is looking to buy somebody. In general... Um, or EA is up for sale. I don't know which one it is. And not just in gaming, but that's where my hyper-awareness is on is gaming. You know as well as I do, monopolies are the absolute worst thing that could happen to anything ever. Look at... Okay, it's even it's terrible in the movie studios right now. Anybody that's not Disney is fucking dying. Right. Because Disney owns Star Wars. Disney owns Marvel. Exactly. Disney owns the exactly. other Disney stuff. Princesses. And they get... Kids movies. Anytime anybody else goes up against those things, they get yep. clobbered. And you get fat, dumb, and happy, and you quit driving initiative. And that's why I love the dirty tactics that both Sony and Microsoft take at each other constantly to one-up each other. I love it. I love Game Pass because fuck you, Sony. I love that. And I love Sony saying, you know what? Fuck you. We got it. We got you know what? Like, if Sony... Tit for tat. I love the exchange. If Sony could figure out a way to engineer their back-end system... To let people change their names, uh, they might uh, be able to get a system uh, like Game Pass. Hey! So, the way I look at it though is I love that there's that competition. Um, let me ask you this. If they, so we see the Spider Man trailer, everyone goes nuts. We know it's gonna be probably Game of the Year. I'm gonna argue, it's, it, it's got, Game of the Year is gonna be either, got, it's gonna be a PlayStation game, it's gonna be God of War. Detroit 2 Human, which people are skeptical on, but I think it's going to be amazing based on what I played. And Spider-Man come out this year. Those are your three games of the year. That's my prediction. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. We'll see. After the E3 trailer for Spider-Man, at the very end, Sean Layton comes out on stage in his jacket all buttoned up. He's like, there's one more thing I want to show you. And he rips open his jacket, and there's the Batman logo. Which I have. I love one of my favorite fatheads, Batman. Which Batman is this? How funny. This is classic Batman. Who made Yellow this? Oval Batman. Do you know who made this? Like, no, uh, this is a licensing portrait. It's not a particular oh, okay. art style. Okay, so this classic, is a licensing art style. He rips open his shirt in classic Batman, and he's like, Insomniac's not done yet. And they show you the trailer for Arkham Legend. I don't know. You, you know. you know better than I do. Some crazy story. Batman Infinity Complex. Uh, if, if they somehow convince uh, Rocksteady to make an exclusive Batman game, or Justice League game, I'll be super pissed. Now, would that be the turning point for you to say, you know what? Maybe I should get a PlayStation, or would you be like, no. 
screw you guys, I'll die alone on Xbox Island. I don't know. Enjoy your... Just just an announcement's not going to do it. Enjoy your 4K Super Uh, Lucky Tail, (laughs) asshole. We'll be playing... (laughs) We'll be playing 2K Batman over here. So, that's... So... I don't know. I don't know. See, and I guess my perspective is different. I totally understand what you're saying, where you're coming from as a fan. I got limited time. I already got a console. I I just want the games I want to play on my console. I understand. And I'm fine if it's something else that doesn't exist. I understand. It's heartbreaking for fans of like, oh, I really wanted this. I really, you know, I'm really hurting. I want this. I'm loyal to Xbox because whatever reason I am, it stinks. Or the inverse. PlayStation people who are like, oh, I really want a really good racing game and it's not GTA. Or uh, it's not Grand Theft Now, if somebody had a spare PlayStation 4 in their household that they weren't using. They would, if only they did. And would loan a brother the PlayStation 4. I might buy the gear, the God of War collection to play God of War 3 Remastered. Oh. I might use that to done, play done, Last done, of Us Remastered. I might purchase done, games myself done, and rent them from done, Gamefly. It's certainly possible. Done, done, done. Then I would get to play God of War regular. I don't think Spider-Man. with you, well, I shouldn't say I don't think with you. I know with you it's not a money thing. I know it's not. It's, a, it's really a time thing. I know I what you make. I know, I don't know what Mandy makes, I could guess. But I know what you do. I know what you make. There's no way you can't afford buying a PlayStation without any. You don't need PlayStation Live. You don't need Plus. Whatever the hell it no, is. No, no, I know, I know. It's it's you have purely a, nice a choice thing and run. like a it's like a self restraint thing. I understand. No, I, I understand. We were in the comic shop today buying Action Comics 1000. I said oh, I'm going right. here to get Action Comics 1000 right. and check out the hardcover right. thing, the Super Deluxe. Right. Thing and we saw a, a awesome the Hulkbuster, Hulkbuster oh, Funko so Pop cool. from Infinity War looks awesome, huge. It was like twenty dollars. And you didn't do it. I didn't I'm proud do it. Of you. And I was I like, do it. it. I kept telling you to buy it. You went. You're like, buy it, buy it, buy it. We saw all those Q figs that were really cool. You're like, buy it, the buy Wonder it, buy Woman it. On the horse was oh. so cool. You know, the Batman one, him leaping off in the new costume with the cape holding him up, looks yep. so cool. But self restraint gets in my way. I understand. So um, that's that's where I'm at. I like that. And if I get a PlayStation 4, I'll never get in a Switch, basically. I like that PlayStation. I like what they're doing. I understand your perspective. I hope that Xbox responds by doing something similar. Maybe not with superheroes. I don't want to screw I don't want to screw you anything. I just want Xbox a, to come back with better games. Well, but maybe this is what it t- maybe they realize, hey, you know, we are we are getting pasted in hard we are getting pasted in software. We're getting pasted. I hope Microsoft doesn't take the lazy approach and throw money at things. I hope they really, you know, like you look at the Shadow of the Tomb Raiders Xbox exclusive. Period. Yeah, you look at the culture of like those PlayStation games, and it's hard to explain it, but like Infamous is PlayStation, Last of Us is PlayStation. It's just it's entrenched. Even like with even Aloy, who we've only played with for about a year, within um, Horizon Zero Dawn, like. Just the stories and everything—they're so and they're so involved, and it just—they really understand the culture of PlayStation gamers in a way that. And what's I, strange is I'm a specifically like mostly single-player gamer, and those are all and they're all single-player only games. And it's, it's ama- weird. It's I don't so know amazing. why. And that's what I worry about. Like you know, if you think about like what a true Xbox game is, it's like well, people would say Halo, I guess. Like yeah, you know, it's good, but like. Hey, they, my, Microsoft just can't buy that. They need to make that internally. They need to earn it and like grow it themselves. When that summertime bonus comes around, mark my words, if there's a cheap PlayStation 4, oh, wait, what? 200 bucks, I'll, I might pull that trigger. Whoa, for Spy- just for Spider-Man? 
and PlayStation. The other one, everything else. Oh, dude. You know what's going to happen. In a year At that from now. point, it'll take me a year to play all the PlayStation games I've never played. In a year from now. And I'll not touch the Xbox in, except for downstairs to in, watch uh, TV and Hulu. What do they call that in the comics? What's the nail called? Elseworld? Elseworlds, yeah. An Elseworlds podcast. I'm sitting here with an iPad telling you how great Xbox is. And you're on your Samsung Galaxy yeah. S12 by then. Telling me why PlayStation was the best thing ever bought. How fitting it is, we're sitting at this table. You're sitting next to uh, Noble Six. Noble Six and Batman. I'm sitting next to your Batman fathead. I think that's cool. Anyway. So, are we expecting a Tom Clancy announcement from Ubisoft? Okay, so did you... Sam Fisher. I have not seen the trailer. Just seen the new image. Did you see... Actually, I did see the trailer. I didn't see the gameplay. I saw the three little things come up and heard the sound. I heard and I heard a tidbit of the voice. Okay, so, so I wasn't really paying attention. Did you watch the Xbox I didn't see the gameplay. inside inside Xbox episode? No. Essentially like. Okay. So Ubisoft has been doing an amazing job. Bethesda to me really started this. Bethesda said, hey not Bethesda. Blizzard. Blizzard Entertainment, I'm sorry. They started and said, Hey, listen, we have amazing franchises. We have StarCraft, we have Warcraft, we have Diablo. We're gonna start interjecting characters into each other's world. I'm not talking about Heroes of the Storm. I'm talking about just little add-ons. Like in Diablo, you get a little pet that follows you around. Let's make it a Murloc from Warcraft. Let's put a tank inside Diablo. Whatever you want to do. All these crazy things. They really started the synergy. I would say the company that does it second best is Ubisoft. Ubisoft started through their Uplay Club. I don't know if you I, you... I think you had to sign up for it. You have to sign up for it, yeah. So Uplay is also their computer client. Um, and it's a lot easier to navigate than it is through a game to get to Uplay. On the computer client, I just hit a tab and it shows me everything. I played the entire Ghost Recon series dressed as Altair from Assassin's Creed. My guy was Altair. The hoods, the wrist blades, everything. I couldn't use wrist blades, but just for show, but I was Altair. They do such an amazing job of like, hey, we're going to take this element, we're going to take that element. So they've gotten really good at it. And they have a pretty big library. When you start looking at some of the stuff they have and some of the acquisitions they've made, Especially they just bought the company that makes Brawl Hollow. Toy Soldiers, Toy Chest. Oh my god, yeah, exactly. He-Man, G.I. Joe, Cobra. If you look Assassin's at Assassin's Creed. If you look at what Ubisoft is doing, they've quietly like built up an amazing library. So it's only fitting that in Ubisoft land you have these events with Ghost Recon, especially with their initiative to go go the live service. Predator. Where they said, hey, we're going to add in Predator. Now they're adding in Sam Fisher. So Sam Fisher, even though it's an Ubisoft and Ubisoft game, still within that. Now, is he an NPC that you interact with? He's an NPC you interact with, and you go on one last mission with him. One final mission. He's all old and gray. Um, He's got the three, the night vision thing. Uh, You do a mission with him. You can unlock his special night vision, his armor. So you remember he had that really gadget gun? I don't remember what it was called, but you could shoot little cameras at it. That's the best. He's, he's, you can unlock that skin for your uh, machine guns, all that stuff, right? All amazing stuff. But the reason I say, okay, so you know they're not stopping there. So Michael Ironside comes out to this Inside Xbox, an amazing interview. I sent it to you. You need to watch it. And he talks for about 15 minutes about the origin of Sam Fisher. Now, Sam Fisher was in a book. I, don't, I know Tom Glancy is not around anymore, but I know he wrote the book long before the game came out. I know that. I don't remember a Splinter Cell book, but there was a. Splinter I've read the Tom Clancy Rainbow Six book. I don't know if I don't know if there was a character named Sam Fisher in the book. That I don't know, but I know there was a book. This was based on those books. But Michael Ironside, in his interview with uh, all the Xbox Inside guys, explains how he sat down with development team 
and they said, you're going to voice this guy. We want you to be Sam Fisher. Tell us about your life, your qualities, your goals, your thoughts, your dreams, and we're going to make that Sam Fisher. Blank slate. Tell us what you want it to be. Do you know a lot of characters do voice mocap and everything? He didn't do that, but he was so involved with the voice part of it that they said, you know, what, what are your thoughts and everything? And he did slip up numerous times on this inside thing, and he repeatedly said, you know, like, well, when we were working on this, and then he, like, stopped talking. Or he would say something like, well, that's not over yet, but you'll find out soon. You know, like, he was teasing the hell out of it. He did make a few slips, um, but I have no doubt... That's Ubisoft realized that the reboot was bad. Bring back Michael Ironside. He is um, Sam Fisher and bring it in. Based so. on that, do you think that announcement is at the Ubisoft stage or the Microsoft stage? Okay, so Ubisoft. Because they brought the actor to the inside Xbox. They, yeah, so. To promote Ghost Recon on Xbox. It's very funny because prior to Assassin's Creed Unity, Ubisoft was always in PlayStation's pocket or the other way around. Now, Ubisoft has since branched off and did Rayman's Rabbids with uh, uh, the Rabbids. Mario vs. Rabbids. Kingdom, yep. Battle, whatever. So they have some hooks there. But lately, all the bundles you see, all the exclusive stuff you see is back to Xbox. So I absolutely believe that. I'm not saying it'll be an exclusive, but I believe Microsoft will debut it on their stage. Microsoft's got the rights to that advertising just like they had the rights to Assassin's Creed Unity and Syndicate and Origins. It's not an exclusive, but boy, oh boy, do we have a lot in store for you. And by the way, it's 4K enabled. It runs better on Xbox, blah, 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 blah. So I think that's how they're going to get their hooks into some of those exclusives. I don't think it's not going to be an Xbox exclusive, but if it was, holy cow, what a steal. If that was building up, like imagine five years ago, Phil's like, listen... We want to work out a deal with you. We're going to start promoting your stuff. We're going to give you guys tons of airtime on our stage. We're going to advertise the hell out of you. At FanFest, there were Assassin's Creed origin posters everywhere. Everywhere. All over the place. That was like the big, that the, was the big, draw. big game about Xbox One Enhanced was Origins. Yep. And it never once, they never said it wasn't for PlayStation. It's just like it's an Xbox whatever. What if years ago Phil Spencer had the foresight and said, listen, we're going to slowly drip feed you guys this stuff. We're going to hype you guys up. But in exchange... When the time's right, you bring... Stuff. When you remember to bring back Michael Ironside... He's ours. And not the guy from Smallville who played... How insane would that be? Yeah. You see the trailer, Xbox One exclusive. And then you just see the... Everyone's like, holy shit! Everyone goes nuts. Day I, one on Game Pass. Boom, I'm oh in. Oh my god, that would be insane. Seriously, though, you gotta think that, like... That's where these companies need to be. That's the mindset these guys need to be in. They can't be in this mindset of, like, well, you know... We're going to, we might develop, we got some stuff to work. No, they got to go for the throne. That's the kind of stuff that's like, wow. Because, I mean, you think that, like, if Microsoft is going to willing to pay Ubisoft enough to do this, Ubisoft just wants a paycheck. Right. They don't, they don't care. Ubisoft wants to last long enough not to get owned by Vivendi. Yeah, they fought that off. They did. They did. The Proud first time. Proud of them. They'll be back. <laughs> we'll be ready. We'll be ready. So, yeah, I'm... I'm I'm hoping this year's E3. I'm not gonna say that E3's gotten stale. To me, I'm a super hype guy. I love it. I love it. The oohs and ahs. I'm the front row. I'm clapping, screaming, hooting, hollering, crying, all that stuff. Um, I love the thought of just these wild predictions of just you know what? Let's turn everything on its head. We totally screwed up this console generation, despite the fact that we've done goodwill with the Scorpio and with Game Pass. 
No one cares about us. Let's come out and just do something unheard of. I got one final question for you. Yes. And then we'll wrap it up. Yes. If I get Xbox Fan Fest tickets and you don't, oh. and Rachel don't, oh my God. Rachel doesn't, excuse my grammar. If I'm the only one of the three of us that gets a Fan Fest ticket. Oh, guy. You have to go. Will you buy my plane ticket? To go to Fan Fest? And it comes with E3 tickets. Wait, I have to buy your plane ticket. Do I have to buy your hotel? Your plane ticket and, uh, yeah, my plane ticket. Just your plane ticket? I don't know. Maybe we go halvesies on everything <laughs> with me. <laughs> Except your plane ticket? We go halvesies on everything with me. If Except. I get a FanFest ticket and you guys don't, we go halvesies on everything with me. Oh, would I go with you? Halvesies. You gotta pay half the hotel. Of course. And then throw in my plane ticket just for love for the fan fest. Oh plane. wait, no, see that. <laughs> That's what I'm because basically, if I if I get the fan fest tickets and it comes with E three tickets, right? Basically, I'm handing you here's a here's a hundred or hundred fifty two hundred bucks for E three tickets. Here's a fan fest ticket that you can't value. We'll split what I, the hotel. Is, I know that Rachel will never listen to this. So. We'll split the hotel. So, but would you buy my plane ticket? There and back. That's the only way I get to go. <laughs> you mean if I'm half on I'm the- giving you a fan fest and an E3 <laughs> ticket. You know, it's only $45 for the fan fest ticket. So I had such a good time, I would do it. I think I would do it. <laughs> All right. There you have it, folks. Right here. Pray. I- go home and pray to the video game gods that oh, between man. now and Monday. Oh, I know. God. I'm so excited. Right, they announced it on Monday. Started announcing Monday winners on Monday. The contest closes Monday. I don't know if they've given a Between now and the end of April, only Brent Cosina, Xbox Gamertag, Phil, if you're listening, Major Nelson, if you're listening, Nightwing BK, K-N-I-G-H-T-W-I-N-G-B-K, Nightwing BK, is the only one of the three of us that gets FanFest tickets. You don't know Rachel's handle, and you assume I'm only entering once. I got, it's random drawing. Random drawing. You have to do it. It has to be active. I don't know what that means. It has, means you have to play games on it. Well, then it would just be me and Rachel, me and you, because Rachel has a handle but has never touched it. There you go. Done and done. <laughs> wow. You make it so. I'm looking here. It says, um, I'm really curious. April 18th or 23rd, submission window, April 23rd through 26th, FanFest tickets. Random draws winners and emailed over two rounds. FanFest winners will have 24 hours to register. April 3rd through 2nd, uh, May 2nd, will be the random everything else. Because they're doing the press pass only. So so today, I mean, this th- your li- our life will change here by April 26th. So we're like eight days away from could life-altering events. I really hope. You have brocation. Brocation. <laughs> brocation. Will we get shirts? Next Hashtag year? brocation. We'll get hats. Hashtag brocation. Hashtag brocation. I really like. Um, I had such a blast at FanFest. I really did. It was unlike anything I'd ever been to. It's all the crap that pisses you off about like hearing Greg, wa- not wine, brag or Colin brag about all the stuff that those guys get. You get that shit. And it's like, yes, you go to the bar, you order what you want. There's a food truck up out front with Taco Bell. You eat 500 tacos, you do whatever you want. Here's all the loot in the world. Here's a, this. Here's a backpack. Here's a brand new $150 headphones. Here's a year of Game Pass. Here's a year of Xbox Live. Play all the new games before anybody else. Thanks for coming.
It's like, <gasps> then you go to E3 after that and you can do it all over again. It's like, oh my God. So it's amazing, but I don't know. I In my heart, I know I'm not going to win, but I need to win. I need to go back. I, I got a taste of it. Going to the Bethesda party. I'll only go if you come with. I don't want to go by myself. Yeah, you take Mandy. She doesn't want to go. You got to teach her the she way. She doesn't want to stand in line for hours and hours and hours. I don't know if I want to stand in hours and hours with you. <laughs> I played Sea of Thieves for 30 minutes. I wanted to jump out the fucking window. I'm on the second floor. <laughs> uh, so sorry. So sorry. Anyway, thanks anybody, everybody for listening. Yes. Hope you enjoyed this short but uh, interesting podcast. Absolutely. Very Popery-esque. Of, of video game talk. Um, once again, you can find Jim Afanis on the YouTubes as Viper Magic. Spell it. V-Y-P-E-R-M-A-J-I-K. I know that's what it is. It's always so hard to remember when if I'm trying to promote it. it's easier to just remember the Twitter Jassafat and just figure it out from there. That works too. I'm okay with that. He's on Twitter as Jassafat. He's on Xbox as Jassafat. That's all that matters. Holler at him. See him playing. Add him as a friend. Yes, we'll play Sea of Thieves together. I'm Casina B on Twitter, Nightwing BK on Xbox. Thanks everybody for watching and listening. Oh, don't forget, I have a YouTube channel too. We talk comics. BK's Bullets in the YouTubes. Yes, you need to subscribe to Brent's channel so we can get 100 subs so that he can make a custom URL. <gasps> Ooh, you get that at 100. 100. Interesting. It used to be 100. It might be. Yeah, I think it's 100. Now it's so. probably 1,000. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, then we're both in trouble. And we're screwed. Thanks, everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye.